I guess I like microwave popcorn. Welcome to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Mulchan, and we make it easy to start working on, not just in your landscaping business. We're a real couple that helped grow our family business to well over a million dollars in revenue. And now we help other landscaping business owners just like you to do the same. Are you ready to build your business? Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody. Before we get started, we just wanted to remind you that we are excited about our numbers course that we're going to be offering in October, probably the last weekend. By the next podcast, we should have the dates nailed down. It's probably going to be the 29th and 30th. So we're trying to square some dates away. Yeah. So write it in pencil, 29th and 30th. It's going to be a two-day intensive course on everything that we've got in there about learning your numbers and getting your estimate. Getting your estimates. That's those words. (laughs) Getting your estimates together. It's going to be a live training, so there's going to be a chance for Q&A. You're going to be able to get in there, and we're going to offer it separately from the Academy. So if you are not interested in joining the Academy, you are only interested in learning numbers, this will be the first time that we've ever had it available outside of the Academy. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. It's going to be a great training. It's the number one question oh. we get asked, and even people that think they know their numbers and think that they have a good handle on them come into the Academy and start looking at our stuff, and they're like, oh... Yeah. I'll, I did not a, know this. Yeah, well, one big thing I will say is people are very surprised in how much their equipment truly costs them. And you'll be able to walk away knowing mm-hmm. this very easy. We have the calculators in there to help you figure this out. And yep. you get all that part of the It'll all be course. in there. Yep. I'll be part of it. Yeah, well, they just don't know. And sometimes you don't know what you don't know. Yep. So. Yep. Yep. so definitely check it out. It's definitely be worth your time. Yeah, October 29th and 30th probably. Write it in pencil. We'll get that date nailed down. But we'll have it out on all the socials and all of, on our website. It'll be everywhere, so you will not miss it. Yep. So you will be able to get all registered for that, and it's going to be an event, and I'm pretty excited about it's it. That's awesome. Yep. Yep. So we'll have a quick word from our sponsors, and then we'll get back here with, what are we talking We're about today? Talking Getting about, your team on board. Yep, with your procedures, assistance procedures. So. Well, this came out of a live coaching session that we just had. So yep. we know that this is a relevant topic uh, because we just literally just talked about yep. it. So. so definitely check it out. All right, quick word, and we'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Busy Busy. Busy Busy is so simple to use, and it's the most reliable GPS time tracking app on the market. And the best part is, it was built for landscapers. Busy Busy's founder created Busy Busy because he owns multiple construction companies and needed to understand better which projects were making him money and which projects were killing him. Payroll is the highest variable cost in the project, so you better be tracking it. Busy Busy does this better than anyone else. So download Busy Busy today, and don't forget to mention the Million Dollar Landscaper podcast to get three free months. We want to take a quick second to tell you about our friends over at Cycle CPA. I can't even express to you how important it is to have a good accountant on your side. You know you want accurate bookkeeping and financial statements every month. Instead, you're often left with limited time to focus on the accounting side of your business and no reports to show for it. At Cycle CPA, the landscaping accountants, they not only handle the bookkeeping, but also provide landscape industry benchmarking, job costing, financials by service line, advisory meetings, and much more. Cycle CPA has a team of landscaping accountants available to provide anything from bookkeeping to CFO services. 
Visit CycleCPA.com and for $100 off, mention the Million Dollar Landscaper podcast. If you want to get the lead you want and turn your current clients into raving fans, then you need to try Send Gym. They've created an exclusive offer just for our listeners. If you sign up today, you can get your first month for just $2. So if you haven't already, go to sendgym.io forward slash MDL, where you can get even more exclusive deals just for Million Dollar Landscaper podcast listeners. That's sendgym.io forward slash MDL and take advantage of these awesome deals today. All right, guys, so welcome back. So this question came out of one of our live Q&As, and it was basically how do you get your team on board with the systems procedures, you know, especially if you haven't done these before, you know, just... If you're trying to introduce them as something new, there might be some walking, there might be some... Oh, there's definitely (laughs) Why are we doing this? This is something that we did, and we didn't really do this till probably, I don't even know how far into the the business, how much time period. It was like... 12, 15 years? Yeah, probably. A lot of years. It was many years. And we had, at the time, I don't know exactly, but probably close to 20 people, around 20 people in the business trying to get this And this is something that is easier done. The sooner, the better. Mm -hmm. The sooner you make it your part of your culture, the better. And don't wait till you are trying to teach it to 20 people. Start with when you got two. Well, it's it's hard, too, and we'll get into it. But especially when you have people that have been there for a while, and this is the way we've always done it, Sure, that attitude comes in. So we're going to talk about that. But All right. What you got? So, so yeah. So, like you said, it was was one of the things people asked because one guy that's in there, he was... One of our academy members. One of the academy members. He has only a few team members, but wanted to start creating some of these. Well, because I think Um, it's a misconception. A lot of people think if they only have one or two employees, that they don't need systems and procedures. And I think that's a real common misconception. Yeah, we should maybe do a podcast on like some myths of procedures, system procedures, because you don't need to have a procedure for every single thing. You don't have to do it all. You don't have to do it all yourself, so... That's true. We'll get into that. But I just wanted to point out that even if you only have an employee or two, these can still save you so much time and so much money because Mm -hmm. of time. And so it's worth implementing them even if you don't have a huge staff. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to start doing this and you have, we're going to say you have at least a few employees, you know, at least two employees, we need to get them in the mindset of why we're doing this. They have to understand what's in it for them. And what I found was actually looking at some of our key personnel like you have people in your business especially if you have multiple people in your business you have people that are like key people that other employees especially newer employees will go to and ask questions for and look up to natural leaders yeah so you know if it, it might be your crew leader it might be somebody that you've been doing or if it's you know if you're just you and, and one other person you need to explain to them why it is you need to get them on board with what you're doing explain why you're doing that especially if you have these key members they're going to talk to the, those employees and let them know why you're doing this. And if you get them involved in it and get them seeing why you're doing it, yeah. they're going to want to be help you. Well, this was important here. for us because we had a lot of Mexican employees. Yes. And so if we were trying to explain it, there could be a little bit of a language and cultural barrier. And so by getting the foreman on board and yeah. really explaining to it to him so he thoroughly understand he could explain it to everybody else. So well, that's kind yeah. of an extenuating circumstance. Not everybody might have that, but well, it would but be harder for us to explain. Even with our... our English-speaking. Yeah, so the, we'll exclude the Hispanic people. We have 
trying to get those team members on board, it took us a bit because we had to get our team leaders to want to do these things. Because if they start talking bad about whatever you're doing, the system procedures, then the whole system is going to be shot. So you have to have your key people yes. on well, board. Well, leadership comes from the top down. Yes. If your foremans, crew leaders, whatever you call them, aren't on board, then it is highly unlikely that crew members will be on board because leadership is definitely a top-down experience. Absolutely. And so it just took us some time to you know, sit down and actually having meetings with, sometimes it was one-on-one meetings with certain key members, or sometimes we, we did a lot of group ones, and sit down and explain to them, okay, this is, these are some of the reasons why you know, we need to cut out our customer complaints or you know, we get, need to get out of the shop faster in the morning. And getting them involved and getting them excited about it, it did take some time, but it, this is one of the key things really looking back at what we did to start implementing these. The next thing is to really focus on repetition over perfection. And what I mean by this is when you start creating these system procedures and start putting them in play, and it it might just be even just having a simple checklist, having them at the end of the day, you know, go through a checklist of here's what you need to do before you leave the job site. We'll just keep it simple. And, you know, tell them you need to fill it out or if you have to do it online, like if you use Jobber, you can have these checklists in there that they need to do this every day. And you're going to get people that, don't do it. They forget about it. It's just not, they haven't built this habit of. So you need to keep telling them, hey, don't forget, we need to do this. And tell this before they go out on the job site, hey, don't forget, at the end of the day, just fill out this quick checklist or whatever it is. Just keep telling them and keep doing it. It's, it's soon, or over time, it's going to become a habit. And that's the biggest thing is creating these habits for them. And don't start pointing fingers, you know, when they come back and they didn't do it. I told you you need to be doing this because that's what my dad would do. And it was like, then they didn't want to do it. Then it just kind of like put up this big wall in front of them. They didn't want to do it. So you have to just keep working with them and be honest with them and tell them. Especially that. at the start. Oh, you yeah. know, if you're, I know, a year into this and it's getting forgotten on a daily basis, mm-hmm. then perhaps some form of reprimand well, might be necessary. Yeah. But when you're starting out, like you said, let's go for progress over perfection. Did, yeah. did they do it like three out of the five days of the week? Yeah. yeah. And get them involved. You know, if they continue to not do it. Ask them why. What is it? Maybe it's not laid out right and it just it causes them more issues or something. Ask them, you know, get their input on these types of things. You know, you don't have to be the one that creates everything and, and makes it all work. Yeah. How get could we involved. set this up in a way that's easy for you yeah. to get it done? Maybe they would prefer to do it on a clipboard with a piece of paper Who knows? Yeah. as opposed to an app. Who knows? Yeah. But get them involved in it. It kind of goes back is, is to the earlier one. Get them involved. Get them excited about it. Then they'll, they'll want to help you out with this. Well, if you can tie it to your production hours. Like, of course, everybody always wants a raise and always wants a bonus. Mm-hmm. So if you can explain that this is tied to productivity, which if you guys are more productive, we have less wasted yes. time. We have fewer callbacks. Then I can get, we can have bonuses. We that's can have exactly. raises. Oh, did that, I see no, that? No, no. That's oh. exactly what we did. We would tell them. You know, we want to give you raises. We want to give you bonuses. But this is where we're at right now. And showing them some of the numbers was key. Like, they got to see some of the numbers of our productivity. And they like, I think oh. they should definitely see the productivity rate. Yeah. Or, you know, because that's on that's on them. Well, maybe not. Maybe you're underestimating the amount of hours. But at least have it out there so the discussion can be had. Do you mm-hmm. guys need to step it up or do I need to add more hours? Yeah. Make it a two-way street. Make it a discussion. Yeah, Absolutely. The next thing is that you as a business owner, especially if you are working in the field some or doing any of this stuff, you need to be following these too. If you don't follow them, you might as well throw the whole system out the window. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. Yeah. And I personally have seen this where, you know, "Ah, I'm not too worried about it. Well, but you told me earlier I had to do this, but 
you're not doing it here. So they're not going to follow So you have to you continue. You have to lead to, by example. Again, it may not be like you're seeing it out in the field and you're not doing it. Maybe you need to change it. You need to look at it. What can I do different to make it so? Um, but don't just not do it because you're the boss. Don't don't start that because that'll that'll cause all kinds of issues. Trust me. <laughs> the next thing was to really again going back to getting your team on board is to help them have them help you make these procedures. In this instant, when I told the person on this live Q and A, was they did a lot of mowing and maintenance. And he was trying to look for videos or make videos on like how to run the mower, how to do weed eating. I'm like, pick a job this week and this week, you know, this guy is going to record this other person weed eating. Yeah, have your team members make the videos. That's the point of this. If they already know what to do, have them make the videos and then you'll have them. So when you have new people, you can show them. You don't have to do everything yourself. Yeah, and just have them walk through and explain. I don't know. It seems like to me with a younger people wanting to be on video and doing the TikToks and all that stuff, you might find you have somebody that loves doing this stuff. Well, especially if you've got somebody, yeah, that's a little bit of a ham, a little charismatic, they might like doing it. Yeah, (laughs) so let them help you out. But my uh, example was to let them just, you know, this job we're going to record how to eat. The next job we're going to record how to mow and how to make the lines, whatever it is. Don't, you know, spread it out. You don't have to do them all in one day. Spread them out. If you've got a great crew, yeah, spend all summer doing it because you might not need the videos right now, but if this crew, if people move on or if they move up and you need to hire new people, you'll need them in the future. Mm -hmm. And make it fun. Make it, you know, kind of an exciting thing. If, you know, you get two of these done, we're going to give you a bonus or we're going to give you this, you know, and or have a party or whatever it is, you know, we give give them some incentive to want to make these. And what I found when they're involved in it, they typically had a buy into it and you start creating that systems culture in your business. What is your recommendation as far as where to start with these videos? Because there's probably a hundred different oh. places you could start. Oh, yeah. So what do you recommend as far as what to do first? The biggest thing is look at your business and find out what is the biggest issue, what's the biggest problem. If it's you're getting a lot of callbacks, why what is causing these callbacks? Is it they're forgetting tools, they're forgetting to do stuff? And if it's safe, they're forgetting to do stuff. Well, are you providing them all the information they need to know what to do on the job? Or did they have all the right tools for this job? You know, whatever it is, look at that and create that system first. That's that's a, that's a pretty common question. You don't need to go start making a video on how to weed if that's not your problem right now. That could be something later on. So focus on whatever your main issue is. So you're not, not getting those callbacks. You're not getting called on how to handle this. So start with those. Mm-hmm. Those are the key things right now. Mm-hmm. The other thing is that you will, you know, those those are pretty much the biggest tips I have right now. But you are going to come across those people that are going to fight you and resist the change. It's going to happen. People don't like change. Yeah. Some people. Some people. I shouldn't say yeah. everybody. But a lot of people do get kind of resistance. And they take it as, um, they take it maybe a little bit personally. Mm-hmm. And so maybe just reassure them that this is not a reflection of your work. This yes, is This is that's... nothing personal. This is just how we're going to run our business from here on out. Yeah, and it, it, it's hard. And it, it might be you're having a few meetings with these people to try to get them on board. But you have to explain to them, again, the benefits, why they need to know why. Otherwise, they're not going to have the buy-in. Yeah, they're it. just going to be like, this is dumb. Yeah, yeah. And it's <laughs> going to be, you know, why should I care? What's in it for me? That's that's going to be their biggest thing. And it's Most people are very interested in what's in it for them. Yeah. I, it's human nature. So oh, Yeah, and it's it's generally the people that have been in your business for a while that know, and it's just, just how we've been doing things. Well, yes, I understand. That's how we've been doing things. But 
we've been having issues. So this is how we're going to try it for now. And it may not work. We're going to let them know, you know, we're going to try it this way for a few months and see how it goes. Mm-hmm. If not, we will go back, start all over. Let's, let's You can always be flexible in your approach. Yeah. yeah. None of this is written in stone or, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's all figure outable. It's all changeable. Yeah. The biggest thing is just get the buy-in from them, from the employees and get them involved in it. That was the biggest thing I can say is otherwise you're not going to, you're just going to be fighting them all the way. So it's just, again, like you said, it's no reflection of your work, but this is some things we're going to do just to eliminate the problems, and here's why, and here's how we're going to do it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. just, And in any way that you can tie it back to what's in it for them is mm-hmm. always beneficial, yeah. like bonus pay, you know, yeah, stuff like that. And reward them if they, you know, give them some kind of bonus if, if they work on these systems themselves and, and figure out what, you know, yes. how to make them. Is it the automate, them? motivate, where that's, if yeah, you do it in there, then it can be like, okay, if you complete, like, XYZ, then you can earn like a gift card to Home Depot. You can, or whatever award you put in. It doesn't have to be a gift card to Home Depot. That was just an example. (laughs) But you can pick whatever reward system that you want. Mm -hmm. And as they go through the app and do these things, then they can earn those rewards. Mm -hmm. One of the best ones that I ever heard was that people can earn money towards a vacation, um, towards something that they might not save for on their own. But if they're like, oh, if I can earn $1,000 towards a vacation just by completing this stuff at work, mm-hmm. that's a, to me, that's pretty amazing. Oh, yeah. I think that's that would motivate me. I love vacation more than anything. So Automate Motivate is a, is a great tool for that. So that's why we recommend it because it, it is right. such a great tool. And it's, it's so easy to set up. And it's just easy for your team to monitor, for you to monitor. It, it's a great tool. And it, it's a great tip for this. this yeah, maybe system. we should do a whole YouTube video on how to use Automate Motivate to set up your, to get your employees to set up your systems. <laughs> there, you heard it yeah. right now. Scott's <laughs> like, why are you making me commit to doing this? So I'll work on them. I'll work on them. I'll work on getting Scott to make a whole YouTube video on that. No, but it, it's, it's a good tool. So I definitely recommend it. But it, it is so important to start creating these systems and procedures. And I know people are going to say, I don't have time for this. It's one of those things that Kind of going back to one of our previous podcasts, we talk about you have to make time for certain things in your business, and this is one of those things that you need to, to really focus on at some point. Not saying you have to do it all right now, but focus on the key things that are causing you the most issues. Do those first, and then move on. Yeah, my biggest takeaways were if it seems like it's overwhelming, number one, don't do them all yourself. Have your staff help you with them. Have them do some. Number two, like Scott said, do the systems first that are causing problems or costing you money. Just do those first as somewhere to start and then work the rest of them in later. So that's a way to break it down into a way that doesn't seem overwhelming to do. And, you know, we talked a lot about like the tasks that are in the field. It may not be your, your biggest issue might be uh, getting the right customers. So what can you do to get the right customers and creating a sales process that works to, you know, you know, it might be something in the office. It might be, getting your billing done. You know, like I said, we talked a lot about like actual in the field things today, but it might be something in the office and there's so many different things that can be broken down in your business. I gave you a little bonus thing that we didn't, I didn't even have it in my notes here today. One of the questions was, is how do I make these? You know, what's the easiest way going about it? Do you want to sit down and write down all these tasks step by step? Probably not. Video is a great way to do this, you know, especially for like on the job site tasks. Video is great. Like show somebody how to plant a plant, or how to install a tree properly, whatever, you know, cutting the ropes. That's a big discussion. You know, take the basket off. However you want to do it in your business, make that video. 
and put it on YouTube and just have it unlisted that you can just share the link with your team members. Yeah, if people didn't know that you can do that, you can have links so God and everybody yep. can't see it. Yep. it. Only the people that you give that link to can view it. Yep, or you know, you can put them into Google Drive and have a whole Google Drive of files of, of these videos. If it's something for the office, there's so many different programs out there that do like screen recordings. There's one that's called Tango, Try Tango, another one, Scribe. There's all kinds of different screen recording software, so you can look those up. But just do something that starts recording. So it might just be how to make a simple invoice. You can do a screen recording. Just go and, like, if you use QuickBooks, do one yourself. Just show how you do it, and it'll make it, you know, you take a recording and put it in the Google Drive, put it on YouTube again. There's so many different things you could do for it. You don't have to necessarily write down every single one step by step. The only one I will say is a little caveat to that is, like, an accident procedure. You need to have that somewhere it's easily accessible, like in a truck and a binder. Because if an yes. accident happens, you want to have this written down because you a might vehicle have a... accident yes. procedure. We yeah. would have one of those, yeah. Because sometimes people panic and get real nervous, don't know what to do. Who do I call? What's our insurance? Yeah. They don't know what to do. So yes. that's a good procedure to have, in uh, like in a binder or la laminate it and put it in the glove box. Yeah. So that that's the only one I will say I would recommend having absolutely written down somewhere. So that's a little written bonus, down but... and in the truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and for more great conversations like this, these are the kinds of discussions that go on in our group coaching sessions that we have inside the Million Dollar Academy. So just in case you were curious about what type of things that we did offer in the Academy, we do have these sessions, like I said, where it's Scott, it's the members, everybody's talking about this. So you can chat with other members about what kinds of systems they're doing. How are they recording them? How are they getting their staff to do them? So they're having that community, that supportive community of other like-minded landscaping business owners really, it does make a difference because so that's where you're going to get all these pretty you know really good in-depth discussions so you don't ever have to feel like you're on this like island of entrepreneurship <laughs> by yourself yeah. there there are other really good people out there that you can talk to so it just if you're interested check out the million dollar academy because we have these types of discussions like usually at least once a week we've got right. something going on once a week where you can hop in there and really get some good support not only from scott and myself but from other members yep it's a great great place all right, got a few minutes for some fun questions. Yep, let's go. All right, what is your favorite microwavable food? Um, I guess it's specifically microwavable or just like anything you can throw in there, I guess. Anything. I like microwave popcorn. Okay, all right. I, I like that as well. Yeah. All right, is cereal a soup? Why? Or why not? Um, I think it is just cereal. Um, liquid. Uh, to me, soup is like something. Well, I mean, I guess you can open it in a can. Like soup, I think of being like homemade. I re I know soup doesn't always have to be warm. There are cold soups, mm -hmm. but to me, cereal is more like you're. It's usually a grain that you are putting in a very specific liquid, like milk, uh, cow, or uh, milk alternatives. Like you don't put cereal in like orange juice or something that's disgusting uh, people might but that seems kind of gross <laughs> so cereal to me is more of like here is a grain product that i put in a milk product and eat generally cold for breakfast unless it's hot cereal then you're getting into like your oatmeals your cream of wheats stuff like that <laughs> am i making this answer too hard like we'll just it. keep, keep you you can just ask me the next one all right what is the scariest sound you can hear in the middle of the night uh my kids screaming I would agree with that. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. 
Now you'll learn a little bit about cereals. What, well, now I think you've maybe learned don't ask me <laughs> questions unless you want me is to it? take them weirdly in depth. Like, it's almost a problem. Like, I, I, I get nervous sometimes when people ask me questions because my brain goes to weird places. So don't ask you how dog a sandwich or not. Um, I don't think so. Please don't. I'm like, then, <laughs> then I have to think about it. And then like all these different, you know, yeah, please. No, it makes me very nervous. So. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right, guys. Definitely go check out the Academy, especially if you want to learn a little bit more about your numbers, how to hire a great community. So definitely check it oh, out. Oh, yeah. And then, and if you only need to know numbers, if that's all you're interested in, we're going to have that two-day course in October, probably the 29th and 30th. We'll get that set in stone. But that's going to be a great two-day live interactive intensive course that We'll walk through everything we have from learning, you know, how to read financial statements to, you know, like Scott said, the shocking cost of equipment. Yeah. Everybody is always like, what? And it's like, yeah, it does. it's pretty expensive. And how to take your labor, your labor burden, uh, your employees, how to take all of that and not just know what the numbers are but then how to put them into a profitable estimate. That's that next yes. step. Because yep. it's all fine and great to know what those numbers are, but then if you can't turn them into a profitable estimate, then they really aren't doing you any good. The whole point of learning all of those is to get them to a place where you can use them to make money for you. Yep, and you'll get all this, all these calculators inside this, the, whether you do the course or the academy, you'll get all that yes. part of it. Academy this. members will have access to this course as well. So this two-day intensive. So if you are interested in the Academy, don't worry. If you are in the Academy or interested in joining, you will not miss out. You will yeah. also have access to this. So yeah. it's going to be great. Um, we're going to make your make your numbers and your monies work for you. There so. you go. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us today and have a great day. Hey, everyone. Just want to thank you again for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we do ask you for one quick favor. Could you please head over to iTunes and leave us a review? A five-star review is even better, but it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message. 